to Feminine Hijinks, where we're here to reinvent the other side of 40 with sass, caress, and kicking kickin ass. And this time, we're kicking some special Wednesday ass. That's right, <gasps> folks. It's the middle of the week, and we're coming at you with a very, very special Feminine Hijinks podcast. I know. So everybody got to revisit the desert island mm-hmm. on Monday, and I hope you guys had fun coming back to our to our island full of <laughs> champagne and <laughs> tempurpedic beds, treats, champagne and shenanigans, shenanigans, and yes, yeah. I was just a little bit ago. I posted um, on our Facebook page. I asked people what they would bring for book, movie, food, and drink. And so we've had one response so far. So if you haven't been over there, go look on Monday's post and weigh in on what your favorites would be. Yeah. I mean, isn't that just so fun to think about? Mm-hmm. With it no is. rules. No rules. It is. One of our listeners put the, for food Mexican. And I thought, well, I guess I didn't specify like a one kind of like one. <laughs> so yeah, Mexican works. Hey, even the cheese that I said could be included in Mexican. It has to be included in Mexican. It has to be. It has to be. Without cheese, even if it's dairy free cheese, it's got to have some kind of gooey goodness, right? Right? Like everything in life needs gooey goodness. Oh my gosh. So today on our agenda, we're going to be talking about something that directly relates to our launch today of our new Patreon campaign. So we're super excited about it. And the topic is asking for what you want. Because that is such a tough, tricky subject for many of us, especially women, you know, whether it's asking for money, a job, asking for something that you want in a relationship, a friendship in bed or whatever, it can be really challenging to ask for what you want. And today on our poop, we're going to be asking for what we want, (laughs) right? That's right. We've got some serious shit Mm -hmm. for this podcast, for our poop. Our poop, so we are talking about Patreon today and launching a whole new Patreon for you guys. And we're super excited about it. Mm-hmm. And actually, Angie is so much better at explaining Patreon than I am because I tend to ramble. So I'm going to let her, I'm going to let you, Angie, just introduce in a nutshell what exactly Patreon is before we hop into what we're doing differently now. All right. Let me crack open the nutshell. <laughs> All right, (laughs) here it is. So artists, creative people, people who do gig economy type stuff, especially in the creative field, don't often get a regular solid paycheck. We get paid usually by gig or we get paid sort of periodically when the moon is in the seventh house in the third (laughs) month of mercury and retrograde there's like it's just it's just the life it's it's the life you know check is always in the mail check is always in the mail and we love it and it's also nice to get a really solid paycheck like you know individuals who like going to work and clock in and clock out again so patreon comes in and fills that need what the purpose of it is it's a, it's a way for people who are doing creative things like us get to 
get to ask patrons to contribute to the production of that. And what's fun is that it's super easy. You can contribute as little as $3 a month and you get all kinds of cool awards for doing that sort of thing. Plus you get the the happy feeling of knowing that you're helping two women who are trying to get this creative women-owned project slash business up, well, it's up and running, but moving forward into doing really cool creative things in the future. And so there's a lot of benefits to it. And you also get cool stuff, right, Suze? Oh my gosh, so much cool stuff. We're so excited. Like, I could not I literally couldn't stand waiting asking you all for money. <laughs> and that is <laughs> that is one of those things that like, what? You know, so we're going to talk more about that later. But because the things that we are now giving away, we have brand new tiers for feminine hijinks. And like Ange said, you know, you can start with as little as $3 a month. So I'm going to kind of go through these tiers and tell you so you can get all excited Mm -hmm. about the things that you can get. I mean, think about it. $3 a month. That's less than you would spend on a latte at Starbucks Mm -hmm. or Caribou or whatever your favorite coffee place is. Um, It would probably cost more than that or think about a subscription what kind of cool magazine subscription music subscription um movie subscription that you could get for only three dollars a month it's a deal it's a deal peeps it's a steal it's a steal so tier one and you know we're our tiers have fun names because of course we're feminine hijinks so our first tier if you give three dollars a month you are going to be our liners our mm. panty liners. Yes. And we love panty liners because, you know, they're always there for that just in case mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. You know, they're always there. They're so dependable. So when you give us $3 a month for our show, you'll get a thank you note from us. You'll get a really cool feminine hijink sticker. One of a kind sticker, and you'll get your name on our ladies' room wall, which is really cool. If you guys go to our website, femininehijinkspodcast.com, and you'll see along the top it says wall. And we literally put your name on the bathroom wall. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't so, want their name on the bathroom wall? Suze, your name must have been in the bathroom wall somewhere. <laughs> for a good time call. Back in the early 90s, <laughs> late 80s, somewhere in California for a good time oh, call. Susie yeah. Lee, right? Yeah, Susie Lee. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so you could join me with your name on the wall. And then, of course, you're going to get bonus content that only you can see on mm-hmm. our Patreon page. So That's then the right. next tier for $5 you guys are those absorbent supers. You know, mm. we know we can count on you when things are getting a little, you know, a little more tough. A little more. We need a little more absorption. <laughs> yes. It's yes. there. You're, we're going <laughs> to stick with you or you're going to stick with us. <laughs> right? So supers, that's right. You get everything that I just mentioned. Plus, this is probably the thing I'm most excited about. You're going to get access to two mixtape Spotify lists that Angie and I made. So Angie made one and I made one. And they're both, I don't know, something like three hours worth of music. It's a lot of freaking tunes. Man, so you're just really going to have a deep dive into our crazy brains. (laughs) You're going to rock out, man. You're going to rock out. Yes. But you're also going to maybe listen to some 
I don't know. I was going to say Barry Manilow. I don't think I actually have Barry Manilow on my list. I have, but some, I have Olivia some Olivia Newton-John. And I have some Sean Cassidy. Oh. So if that doesn't pique your interest, I don't know what will. But uh, exactly. as a $5 patron, you will have access to that that nobody else gets. And then you will also get a PDF, which is downloadable. So we'll send you the link to um, Kicking Negativity's Butt, which is something I wrote to help you like get through those negative thoughts that are always running through your head and then angie's rocking instagram so if you're someone who gets on instagram and you're not sure what to do with it or how to even go about it or if you've never been on it angie's gonna help you figure all that shit out because she knows her stuff let me tell well, you even if you're a grandma you could be an instagram i love that I totally know. it's my favorite i i can't well i'm a well, i'm a cat grandma i've got some grandcats i can call myself instagram i love that let's yeah. do it all right. All right. So then tier number three for $10 a month, you guys are our maxis because we love you to the maxi. I mean, mm. seriously, guys, you're like there. You're you're like huge, but not too big and uncomfortable. Mm-mm. You know, you're just right. You're just right. So, of course, all the things I mentioned before you get, then you're going to get your choice of a signed 2021 Badass Planner written by moi or one of Angie's Text from Mittens books signed. So while those supplies last, so if you guys are thinking about the $10, I would get on that soon because they might be gone. You never know. I know it's only July, but these things actually sell out pretty quickly. That's right. And then our last tier is tier number four. Ultra with wings. Oh, because you're like a little angel. We you're can like our fly. little angels. Yes. yes, we can fly with those of you who will be um, giving us $20 a month for all this wonderful hijinks you get. We appreciate it all so much. And of course, you get all the things I mentioned before. But instead of one of the books, you get them both. Both mm. the Badass Planner for 2021 and Angie's books, both signed. And, drum roll, drum roll, you're going to get a box of surprise hijinks. So a literal box is going to get delivered to your door full of goodies. And we promise it won't be feminine hijinks products or hygiene products, I should say. It'll be feminine hijinks products, but not feminine hygiene products. Yes, it'll be a box of love and surprises. And you you'll, you might even pee your pants if you open it up because you're so excited. And you might have to go grab a liner. But that's <laughs> <A> okay. <liner. laughs> that's all right. Because, yeah. you know, yeah, you're, you're, you deserve it. You deserve everything that's in that box. Right. And yes. Robbie and Ryan and Hayden, any of the men out there that happen to listen to our show, don't be scared. We promise we won't send you a big tampon. There'll be things that you will love, too. Or maybe you'll get a tampon too, just because. Maybe you will, just because it might would be, be funny. kind of funny. Maybe we should <laughs> autograph it. <laughs> autograph tampons. Oh my God. <laughs> I love it. So there it is, you guys. Those are the tiers, the new, brand new things that we're going to be putting out for you. And again, like I said, bonus content. So you guys are going to be in on some great new content. And the people, the patrons that we have right now are already enjoying some of that bonus content. And we want to do a special shout out, huge thank you to those of you who have been patronizing us (laughs) (laughs) Oh, for the past, gosh, long time. September will be a year. 
I think. Yeah, amazing. We're on episode 46 right now. We're going to have to do something super special for our year. You know, we better figure that out. Yes. What is year? Paper? What is the year anniversary? (laughs) Paper? What a shitty gift. Here, have a piece of paper. Paper applicator? Maybe we should make an origami thing. (laughs) We should. Oh, my gosh. Yes. (laughs) For our special year, everybody gets an origami crane that looks... (laughs) Probably more like a snuffleupagus. Let's not. Let's do something more feminine hijinks like, like an origami boob or something like that. Oh my! An God. origami side boob. <laughs> yes. I'm not that creative, Seuss. <laughs> I don't think I could do that. I could draw a side boob maybe, but even that would look slightly warped, I think. Well, in re-listening to our our Desert Island show, I'm like, where are these clothes that Angie's? getting on making remember you were all inspired to make clothes (laughs) (laughs) i'm waiting for my new you know chaps oh god i tell you what that's the thing about being creative sometimes is like you want to do all these things and you get so excited about something for like five minutes and then it passes and you're like oh right okay now on to the next thing like totally can't stay focused but you know thoughts count they do and it'll happen just not right it now. Will have, not right now. Not and not that's right why machine is heavy and it's behind my dresser now, so I'm not <laughs> about to and, throw my back out. Right. And you know, we're gonna have all these patrons now that need our special attention. Mm-hmm. So that can wait. So anyway, you guys, thank you for even considering. We really, you know, all jokes aside, we appreciate so, so much your support. If all you can do is listen for now, of course, we love to have you. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just love doing what we're doing. We love bringing you some laughs and some fun. And um, again, if you consider donating anything, we very, very much appreciate it. That's right. We just want to keep on trucking and providing you with this top quality entertainment every week. So <laughs> Yeah, and we have all sorts of ideas like when we can finally get out and about again, we want to yes. be able to do so. Right, right. And this kind of leads us into our main topic, which is about asking for what you want. <gasps> and we just demonstrated it. So now we're going to talk about it, right? I know. I know. Because think about it. It's like... You know, we literally just came right out and said, okay, everybody out there, we would you please give us some money? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and in the past, that would have made me want to crawl under the table. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've done some things, worked on myself a little bit to make it a bit easier. So we're going to talk about that. But that doesn't mean that I didn't work up a little bit of a sweat. So thank God, we've got our Lumi deodorant to deal with that situation. Right, because just because you're asking for what you want doesn't mean you have to stink while you're doing it. (laughs) That's right. And they were were teasing us uh, a few days ago about these scents, um, some new irresistible spicy scents that were coming. And I'm like, oh, you know for sure it's going to be pumpkin spice. Like we're going to have pumpkin spice pits because everything is pumpkin spice, you know, in about a month. But I was pleasantly surprised, not that there's anything wrong with pumpkin spice, but Lumi is getting original and their smells new smells are bay rum and warm vanilla warm vanilla Ooh, you know, I wonder- actually i think that bay rum is going to be perfect on our desert island i think it is too so do you think it's spicy like like captain morgan's <laughs> rum i don't know but i'm loving that idea like yo ho ho and a bottle of bay rum deodorant 
Oh my gosh! It's like Burn. I want to I want to lift your pits and and pour some diet coke in them and just have a big old gulp. <laughs> that is hilarious. Add a little vanilla, you know, that would be a good flavor in there too. That might be, yeah. So yeah, so head on over to our website, femininehygienespodcast.com and look for the Lumi ad, which is right toward the bottom of the page. Click on it and see the the variety of spices, exotic spices from around the world that <laughs> Lumi has to offer for your lovely pits. And when you purchase through our link, you get to be entered into drawing for free Lumi stuff. So bonus. Bonus. Mm -hmm. So Ange, when was the time, did you ever have a time where you had to ask for money or ask for more money? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think especially when I was just getting out on my own, you know, at first, you know, been in college or just, you know, and funds are a little low or even when I um, left during my divorce, things were, you know, a little sketchy in the old bank department. And so, yeah, I've had to ask for money. And it's really hard, especially when you're older, because you feel like I should have my shit together. I'm almost 50 years old. What am I doing? But so you there's a lot of judgment around when you have to ask for money. And you are super duper vulnerable. And you have to kind of put that all aside and say, I'm going to ask anyway. And they're going to say whatever they're going to say, but I'm not going to know the answer unless I ask. That is so, so true. Because, excuse me, as I'm choking to death over here, uh, um, you know, like I've said before, if you don't ask, the answer's always no. Mm-hmm. And our mind always goes to no, right? We always go to the worst case scenario because that's what our minds are programmed to do. We're just a bunch of... Debbie Downers, what the hell's <laughs> up with that? I know, right? It, it comes from that whole trying to protect yourself, you know? Yeah. Because God yeah. forbid, if you ask for money, what's going to happen? That person that you ask, they're going to keel over and die or you're going to keel over and die? Right. No, that's the worst case scenario. And chances are that is not going to happen. Right. So it's just a matter of, you know, why am I asking for money? This is not this huge. We make it such a big deal when it's really... When you, when you, I, I always say, when you put your situation and you think about doing it for somebody else, if, if a friend came to you and said, I'm really on, going through some hard times, can I borrow some money? Of course, you would be so happy, first of all, that they asked because mm-hmm. they, that would, that's a sign that you're a trusted friend. And that should make you feel really good that you've created that kind of relationship. And also, you're happy to help. Most people love helping others, mm-hmm. right? That's so, right. and if they don't love helping you, then they don't need to be in your life anyway. They don't. Hey, Suze. What? Can I borrow 50 bucks? Of course you can borrow. <laughs> <laughs> See, that wasn't hard. <laughs> Not at all. I'd be so happy to give you 50 bucks. That's hilarious. God, I love that. Ah. So, Yeah, you know, so you just have to remember that we're all in those times sometimes. The Mm -hmm. shoe is always sometimes on the other foot. And so when you think about that in the bigger picture to try to push aside your anxiety, I think that makes it a lot easier. And there's some great books on there, too, about your relationship with money, because it is true. I mean, I think 
We all have our own hangups about money in one way or another. And of course, what's a lot of money to one person isn't a lot to the other. And what's expensive to one isn't expensive to the other. You know, all this stuff. And none of it's wrong. Mm-mm. So no. um, one book I really recommend is uh, How to Be a Badass Making Money. I think that's what it's called by Jen Sincero. She's the other one that did your Badass book. Yes, 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 yes. I yes, love Jen. It's got a green cover. Yeah, it's amazing. And so even if you're not in a business where you're making money, it really talks about that relationship that we all have with money. You know what I love that she says is that um, money, treat money like you would a a friend. So if you're like always, you know, treating money badly or thinking terrible things about it or thinking negative things about it or you don't have enough of it or, you know, you um, are feeling like it's this total downer in your life, stop and ask yourself, would I treat a friend like this? Or would I treat a friend more respectfully and more lovingly? Would I put, you know, my friend in my pocket or in my wallet <laughs> with with a little blessing? But yeah, so <laughs> but I that I think out of that book, that's the one thing that hit home with me because I, you know, everybody worries about money now and again. But then you think, oh, well, am I treating my money like I would be treating my friend? And then it does shift. It, for me, it did. It shifted my consciousness a little bit in a, in a better direction. I love that. And one thing I found for sure is when I'm a little more free with my money, I I actually do get back more. It's like that weird karmic thing that's, is that a word, karmic, Mm -hmm. going around. So, you know, like, for instance, just a a little thing, like if I'm tipping somebody and I'm like trying to decide how much to give them, I'm like, you know what, two extra dollars for them is going to mean a lot more than the two dollars does for me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's things like that. And I do find that when you're generous and you give, you get back 10,000 times. And again, we don't mean to um, make judgments and some people are can barely make ends meet and of course you have to think about yourself and be smart with money and do what you can but um just again trying to to get through the relationship with money with a little more in a little more relaxed way mm-hmm. and a little be more open to it and like a friend i love that's that. right like attracts like Yep, that's right. So when else have you had to ask for something difficult, like maybe um, like a different position at your job or something in a relationship? That's always hard, too. I know. Well, you know, I've had good and bad results asking for what I want in a job. And one time it it took a lot of courage for me to work up to the point where I could ask for something that I wanted. And it was totally shit all over and it was not a good experience and I chose to pivot and take that as a sign that I needed to find something else and I did so it in a way it was a blessing because I wasn't super happy anyway and I thought well maybe if I asked for this it would improve things well I asked for it and it didn't improve things so to me that was the sign that I needed to find somewhere else where I felt more respected and and it, and I did, and it was great. And so even if the answer is no, sometimes it's a good thing because it maybe points you in a different direction. 
Yeah, that's so true. And, you know, hate, again, you hate to make light of that because, sure, if, if you're trying to get something and you ask for it and they say no or it doesn't happen, well, you're going to be disappointed. Of course you are. And and that's okay. You know, you shouldn't just be like, oh, but everything's, if I think positively, everything will be just fine. Well, that's not what we're saying either. Mm-hmm. But every disappointment or, you know, my favorite saying that I like to say is things don't happen for a reason. They happen for an opportunity. So if you ask for something and it doesn't happen, well, that's because there's an opportunity even either to learn something about the whole situation that maybe next time it will happen for you or to look at the bigger picture like Ange and think, you know what, if this isn't happening, then maybe it's just not right for me. Maybe I need to maybe a different path is going to open up that's actually going to be even better. And that's the thing, like I, I love what you said about you know, allowing yourself to feel grief or feel sadness or whatever, but it's like how long you stay in that period or, or does it turn into anger or does it turn into all these things that it just like sort of sticks to you like glue. So yeah, feel those things and then pivot if you can. So that's, you never want to ignore any feelings, but I also believe that there are signs you know, and, and you can take something and you can feel shitty about it for a little while, but then you're like, okay, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and what's next? And and it's it's all about it's all about energy and attachment. I mean, the the way that the Buddhists look at it is attachment is is sort of the source of all sadness in your life because if mm. you say, I'm only gonna be happy if I get this raise and then you don't get the raise, well you've attached you put too much attachment on that raise to make you happy when you could be happy without that raise. So it's it's looking for stuff outside yourself for happiness is a trap that we get caught into a lot. And okay, feel sad, but then all right, move on. Yeah, I love that. And Again, no, not making light of it because this shit is hard. I mean, it's it's so hard to like that whole thing. Like if you want something really badly, you have to let it go. Well, how do you do that? If you want something, how do you not obsess about it? It's so hard. But I've recently been in a situation where it was it like completely I wanted something that just took over my thoughts, my life. I was miserable. And then I finally woke up one day and I'm like, you know what? I can't think like this anymore. It's exhausting. It's getting me down. I have to just like look at some other options and try to just, you know, and it doesn't mean I don't want that thing to happen anymore, but it's just like, I can't spend more energy on that. I need to be open for either that or maybe something else. Right, right, right. And Suze, what do you think about asking for something in the bedroom, in the boudoir? In the boudoir. Yes. Well, it's funny. We've talked about this. And my first thought is, well, it's probably easier when you're to ask for something you want when you feel really comfortable with someone, like in a long-term relationship. But then we kind of laughed, like, actually, maybe it's easier to ask someone who you're not in, like a long-term, maybe if you're having a one-night stand, right. you feel you don't feel as vulnerable because you're like, I don't know if I'll see this person again. I have nothing to lose. So I'm going to ask for, you know, A, B, and C, whatever it is. I want to dress up like a dinosaur. Yes. <laughs> and, you know... I want you to hunt me out of the linen closet. (laughs) And pretend I have tiny arms like a T-Rex and I can't (laughs) do anything with them. (laughs) So this person you don't know is not going to like judge. Well, they might judge you, but you don't give a shit. 
You don't Whereas give a shit. asking your long-term partner for something, you know, that's putting, that is being really vulnerable. So that's I love true. that. But, I know, but I, know. I do think that it is very important because what is a relationship without vulnerability? Right. And who, and, and that's just it. It's, I think it's a test to the relationship too, because even if, even if you don't get what you want, it becomes a point of conversation and a part of communication as to why that person doesn't want to do that. And maybe, you know, there's some deep seated issue from their past and it makes them uncomfortable or whatever. But that's one thing about vulnerability is it, it opens things up and gives an opportunity for conversation. And when you feel safe with someone, it's even better, you know, and maybe if you feel uncomfortable, you buy a book or go online and look at pictures of, of things and say, oh, let's take a look at the Kama Sutra this afternoon <laughs> and then point to the position you like best. And then, you know, I, but I mean, that's just it. I think that you are being vulnerable but, and it's also a good way to bring you closer. So I am all for asking what you want. Um, and, and you're right. If it's in a, in a, a fling situation, you know, maybe you found somebody on Tinder that just wants a, a one night stand and <laughs> after they're after COVID people after COVID. after COVID and they want, they're into also people who like tiny dinosaur arms and you're like, all right, I'm in. Come on over. Come on oh over. Sexos- Hold on to your butts. <laughs> Sexosaurus Rex. <laughs> I had to laugh when you first started talking about this, like getting online and looking at pictures. It's like, oh, God, you know, watch out on your Facebook feed now. Once you've done that, it's all over. They're going to be sending you ads for like blow up dolls and (laughs) parts of that shit. It reminds me of that woman we talked about that was in love with the carnival ride. (laughs) (laughs) Were you getting weird things into your Facebook after that? No, no, but I was thinking, yeah, somebody's going to look up sex, you know, sex with Ferris wheels. And then all of a sudden they get like all these ads for the county fair and whatnot. All these carnies start contacting you. The carny con. Carny con. What would a carny uh, uh, dating site be called? Carney, oh my god Carney, Carney, um what is Carney? Okay, Carney. <laughs> All I can think of when I hear Carney is the Carney loaf. That's What's like that up? giant, giant poo that won't go down the toilet because it's so big and thick. Because, you know, all carnies eat all day are cheese curds and cotton candy and shit. So they're going to be so constipated. So they're going to like be laying some serious carny loaves. <laughs> maybe somebody's into carny loaves. Hey, maybe they're going to ask for that. Maybe they're going to be vulnerable. Maybe to be vulnerable about that shit. Oh, gross. <laughs> Of course, leave it to us to go down that path. Talking about something all serious. Oh my gosh, that's all right though. But even like with friendship, asking for what you want or or being okay to say, you know what, I hate talking on the phone. So can we just text, you know, or I, you know, if there's something like I'm not really, like I used to have this one friend and Whenever we would set up times to go out together and I was so looking forward to just like hanging out with this one person for coffee, she would send me a text and she'd say, oh, I just invited so-and-so to join us. 
Oh. Okay. And I would say 75% of the time that would happen. And I ended up having to say, you know what, when we set up coffee dates, I'm really looking forward to just hanging out with you and having you me time. And although there was nothing malicious about what she was doing or she wasn't, you know, she just thought she was being friendly, mm-hmm. I began to feel resentment about it. And I hated that because I, I, it made me not want to do anything with this person anymore. And I thought, how rude is this? And so I did, you know, finally have to have a talk with her and say, I, this is uncomfortable. Let's, let's plan some times when more than two of us go out. And sometimes I just want to go out with you and talk about things you know, that that are between us that I don't really right. want to share with anybody else. Right. So and how did she tough. take that when you when you said that she was she was like confused because she didn't think she was doing anything that was, you know, inappropriate or whatever. So, you know, it was and it was fine. I mean, it ended up being fine. Good. But she was confused because that and based on her filter and her past and everything, that's just an OK thing to do. Right, exactly. And good for you for finally getting the courage to ask for that. Because, you know, again, we get all these like negative things in our mind about people are going to think of us and whatever. And, you know, there's two sides to that story. Of course, you're always like, well, you know, you don't have to worry about other what other people think. But we do. I mean, of course, we do. And you also have to remember that People see through their own eyes. They look at things through their own filters. And, you know, we've talked about this before. You could be the most perfect person for somebody. And all of a sudden, they dump you like a hot potato. And you're like, why? I've done this. I've done that. You know, for most standards, people would think I was a pretty good girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. But maybe you weren't exactly like their mother. Yeah. (laughs) Or, you know, something that they're looking for. You just don't fit that. And how are you supposed to know that? How are you supposed to fill that? And you shouldn't. No. You you know, you should wa- have someone that wants you and loves you for who you are. Carney loaf and all. Carney loaf and all. So I think, you know, asking for things kind of comes down to all of that. It's It's complicated because you have to think of all those different things. But I think it's always important to ask because mm-hmm. that's telling yourself that your needs are important. Yes. Even when it's hard, you can ask and you might be met with a no, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. Remember, things don't happen for a reason. They happen for an opportunity. That's right, friends. That's right. That's right. Oh, I feel a relief. (sighs) I feel relieved talking about that topic. I love that. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad. Yeah. And now give us money. Now give give us money. (laughs) Yeah. Now we're going to turn around and put an envelope out on the table. Oh, my God. I know. It feels like pass around the collection plate. Oh, my God. It makes me think. I remember that Eddie Murphy movie when he's like, sexual chocolate. Ever? Is it coming to America? Oh, I don't remember. You never saw that? I did. Oh my I gosh. saw that when I was he pretend, 18. Yeah, I he saw, pretends he's a preacher and he goes yes, up there and then yes, like the yes. band comes up. And of course, it's like at this church function, but the, the band is called Sexual Chocolate. Oh, God. <laughs> Literally, I have not seen that. I remember seeing that film in 1988 at the movie theater. And oh, I my God. Not, it's such a funny Arsenio movie. And Arsenio Hall is in that movie. Yes, I love that. It's a total guilty pleasure movie. I love to rewatch sometimes. It's very good. Always yes. funny, always funny. But anyway. Ooh. Well, what do we have next week? <sighs> next week is funny because it, it sort of touches on this a little bit, but our agenda is going to be TMI. Mm, Too much TMI. information. 
what is TMI? And and are you one are you somebody that's comfortable sharing all the details of your sex life with friends, with certain friends, with no friends? Are you somebody who is fine telling other people about your surgical experiences and showing your open wounds and <laughs> showing your stitches from your hysterectomy? I don't know. And some people are like, no, that's too much TMI is is a is definitely it's it's a term that could be taken in different ways by different people and i cannot wait to talk about it i know it's going to be kind of fun where Mm -hmm. we could push each other's boundaries on what is that tmi i know because what i might think is tmi even Suze, you don't and vice versa yeah well i'm pretty much an open book so it'll be interesting it'll be interesting okay well we'll see about that We'll see about that. So, yeah, so we'll be back next week on our regularly scheduled Monday and uh, to talk about TMI. But in the meantime, remember to go over to patreon.com forward slash feminine hijinks podcast or just to our feminine hijinks podcast.com website and you'll see links over to our Patreon site. Also on social media, you'll find links. So, you will find us everywhere. We're going to be promoting this all of August and at some point we hope that you'll go over even just to check it out a little bit right well yeah there's all sorts of fun stuff over there videos and things that we already have going on so Mm -hmm. there'll be much more to come that's right so come back next monday where you can always find us on femininehijinkspodcast.com or you can download and listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, TuneIn, pretty much anywhere you listen to podcasts, we will be there waiting for you with a snack. <laughs> with a snack. And a hug. Open <laughs> arms. Yes. <laughs> a socially distanced hug. A do- yes. And some yes. extra toilet paper. Extra toilet paper and some carny loaf. <laughs> Nobody wants one of those. Oh, the, the the vision in my head of that ever since, like for whatever reason, I picture all this corn in it. Oh my god! That, see, that's that's TMI. That yeah. some people would say that is TMI. I don't want to think all about the car- old maids in the popcorn corn carny corn poop carny corn <laughs> carny corn. <laughs> terrible so anyway okay now you're like enough already please sign off hopefully we'll see you next monday hopefully we will until then love another indoor sports xoxo Bye. bye